When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. All right, it's all about the hair. The hair. Yep. Yes. Well, we could talk about, <laughs> you know, what they're doing in the off season and how we're preparing yeah, for yeah. winning, winning, winning. But no, let's talk about hair. Yeah. So here's the deal with our sports segment today. Um, I have a story that's all about the hair. So it was just about early last week that the Cincinnati Bengals posted that very awesome six second video of Joe Burrow and his awesome headband. And Looking then, good. And that entire week. They kind of just showed how multiple people on the team kept wearing these headbands, which, in my opinion, really came true for Tim's theory about... They they, they over-ordered last year on the headbands <laughs> that nobody purchased. <laughs> hey, put one on Joe. Put one on Joe. They'll sell. Yes, but that's what <laughs> happened, though. Everybody else started wearing them, so then they put together all these collabs. But there's another Cincinnati Bengal player. So defensive tackle, B.J. Hill, he went on the record back in March, and he said, listen, if the Bengals re-sign linebacker Jermaine Pratt, I will completely shave my head. And oh. guess what? The Bengals re-signed Jermaine Pratt to an amazing three-year deal through 2025. So, B.J. Hill went on record and he shaved his entire did he have, head. Here's the question. What kind of, of hair did he did have? He, he had a little bit more of like, I would say it was probably, what, one or two inches long all over. And they, Okay, I mean, so it's not like it's going to take him forever. It's not like he had super long, flowing hair. No, no, it no, wasn't no, no, a no. huge sacrifice. He didn't sacrifice. have anything like, what's his name, um... Like, oh, yeah. Uh, I can't remember the, the wide receiver guy that left. So did he wear his, Hurst? Yes, did he wear his Hurst. headband? So he did not With have his the bald headband. Head? He did not have the headband on, but it was really funny because everyone in the locker room started joking with him like, hey, are you going to be faster now that you don't have any hair? And he would laugh that off a little bit. I bet the like, helmet feels funny. Sure, I'm going to oh, be yeah. faster. When but you're the, bald and sweaty on your head and you've got that helmet on there. Yeah, but the cool thing is, is that we're hearing that this has done even more wonderful things for the locker room morale because That's everyone's good. like kind of joking about it. Everyone's like, look, they're, you know, they're the bonding defense, over it. The defense is putting their money where their mouth is. You know, that we re-signed this guy. This guy's shaving his head. So it's really like we're all coming together over the Bengals' hair. I'm okay with that. Isn't that exciting? Are they selling that sweatband anywhere? They that are. Headband? They have it. They have it at the Pro, Pro Shop. Shop. I can't say that they still have it, but when we asked that question last week, we got several people sending us messages and pictures of them wearing the well, headband. let's see if they have it online. Yeah. 
They they probably do, Jen. And then in other <laughs> football news, this is about uh, college. The UC Bearcats broke ground yesterday on that incredible practice facility. It looks pretty cool. That's going to be coming to town. And this is funny, too, because I was watching the news this morning, and they were talking about how dedicated Coach Satterfield is to this project, that his screensaver on his telephone is the future UC practice field. Like, that's oh, his screensaver. Cool. He took his family off and put that on. Yeah. That's funny. That's a good sign. hilarious? And then one last thing. FC Cincinnati, they went into a penalty kick shootout last night. Hey. Uh, and they won 5-3 to three over the New York Red Bulls because uh, it was a tie. It tied, so then they go into this penalty kick like thing. Like sudden death? Sort of. So they will move forward to host the quarterfinals in the U.S. Open Cup match at TQL Stadium either June 6th or 7th. They'll play the winner of the game tonight against Pittsburgh or Columbus. So this is kind of a weird thing because they're in this U.S. Cup thing. Like a tournament? Yes, which is different than regular MLS play. So uh, as long as they stay in this Open Cup, this U.S. Open Cup, they're going to play like twice a week. Oh, wow. So they're going to be extra hmm. busy. So in MLS play. So, they repl- so they're playing their regular games and playing in this tournament? Correct. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's so, kind of like select soccer. Sort of. So <laughs> so it's one of the oldest soccer tournaments in the United States. It goes back to like 1912 or something like that. But uh, they'll play in regular MLS play Saturday night in Colorado. Cool. So there you go. Oh, Reds lost last them. night. They play again today. All right. That's your sports coming up. Why are kids suddenly pooping outside? Yee. And Yee. you think craft singles are hard to open? Never news. had an issue. <laughs> <laughs> news that didn't make the news is coming up next. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 731, Jeff and Jen on this Wednesday, the 24th of May. Don't be this person at the pool this summer. Don't do it. And why are kids suddenly pooping outside? One has nothing to do with the other, by the way. <laughs> Although no, it might. It does. <laughs> they could, yeah. Gross. They could overlap a bit there. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Time for some of the day's news that didn't make the news that we think is important enough that it should have on Cincinnati's Q102. When honestly, I thought it was a joke at first when Jen started talking about it on our Facebook Live video this morning. But apparently, it really is a thing. It's a thing. Someone sent a letter to Slate.com's parenting advice column asking why parents are now encouraging little kids to poop outside. Poop outside. They said evidently that they're seeing this at public parks and playgrounds. And they're not just going on the ground. They said parents are bringing these little portable toilet bowls for their children to use. And what they'll do is, like, they'll set them up under trees within just mere feet of playgrounds and picnic areas so their kids can use them instead of public restrooms. 
And As a parent, I can't say I totally disagree with this. However, like the you got to clean up after your own kid and clean your kid. Right, but the, if there's no sink, like but, how but, do you do that? Because we have wipes everywhere. Like I have them in my car, I have them in my purse, I have them in my backpack. I have them in our bag we take everywhere. Well, I guess what they're watching, you know, what they're seeing is that they just go right back to the playground and start touching whatever. everything. They're touching everything. Yeah. So, is this something that is actually common these days, or are these isolated incidents that are just getting a lot of attention? Well, according to the Slate.com writer of the column, yes, it is common, and he actually shamed the reader for complaining. I don't know. I've had cousins and nieces and nephews who have, you know, hey, just go over by that tree. Yeah. Hey, and when gu- I was and guess kid- what? Then there are five doing it when they're not provoked because they've been trained that that's okay to do. So if you're going to let them poop in a bucket at the park as a non-parent, really encourage them to know this is a, something special we're doing because the this bathroom's dirty. This is an emergency dirty. situation. This is not a normal behavior. This is not. You can't yeah, but do- when you're potty training a kid, they encourage you to take the potty everywhere Who, with you. So sure, that's and, a- and take it in the bathroom and go. Yeah, and but- find a private place for it, not yes. just a tree 10 feet away from the playground. And also when we... We used to let our daughter go number one outside because we had a lot of land and she would just drop trowel by a tree. Sure. You know, we're like, okay. But then we had to have the conversation with her that that is just something you do maybe at our house or maybe when you're <laughs> this old. Because I told Scott, I said, can't you just oh, see yes. her going to summer camp down you at the daycare <laughs> and she Absolutely. just drops trowel by the basketball hoop. Yeah. It's like, you yep. can't do that. So. This is all about conversations. Well, and I remember, too, when I was a kid, and I don't know, maybe this was a small town thing, but it was a heck of a lot of fun to poop in the woods. For whatever reason, that was <laughs> that was like, hey, I kind of got to go. <laughs> I, I want to go. I want to go by that tree right over yeah. there. Definitely and it was a small a thing. town thing, Jim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't all be right. doing that in Silverton. We were looking for any kind of entertainment. <laughs> well, the guy who runs the column says evidently this has always been a thing. Uh, he thinks it might be a little more common now because parents started doing it when COVID hit and all those public bathrooms were closed there for a while. Yeah. And he's, you know, the other point he made, too, is like parents don't really care if they're making random childless people uncomfortable. He said it seems like the people who take issue with this are usually the same ones who have problems with moms breastfeeding in public. Mm. So there you go. We're going to start a new feature on our show starting tomorrow, Poop Time with Tim. Poop Time. And we're going to pick a different Tim. park every week. And who's going to poop in it? <laughs> One Tim of us? Tim is going to Tim's going to poop in a park? Yeah. No, we're not. Park pooping no. with Tim. No. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Don't let it ever be said, I don't try to contribute. That's true. <laughs> this is why you come to all the pivotal meetings uh, that are for creative. That's Could you right. even imagine trying to poop outside, uh-huh. though, as an adult? Not I easy. would not want to. Like, in the woods, it's one situation, but, like, I, I just don't think I ever want to try. I try to avoid yeah. it. Yeah. No, yeah. thank just you. Just have the convo. This not is a, for me. This is a one-of-a-kind one sort of poop-in-a-bucket situation. <laughs> right. Okay. How do you listen to Q102? Do you listen on a traditional radio at 101.9 on the FM dial, or do you stream in? Do you ever listen to AM radio? 
I ask because AM radio, which is is sort of been slowly going away and fading from American-built cars, even some European cars as well, just scored a big win courtesy of Ford Motor Company. Ford announced that they are reversing course and will not be removing AM radios from their new cars. That's a relief. In case you didn't miss the story, at least eight major car brands have been planning to ditch AM radio in their upcoming models. Uh, that includes Tesla. Uh, I don't even think that I don't even think Tesla has it now. Uh, Mazda, BMW. I have a BMW, and I do have AM radio. Polestar, Volvo. Volkswagen and Ford and Ford was the biggest of the of those eight uh, but their their CEO announced yesterday that they're adding it back into all of their 2024 models so it's not uh, it's not going away yet uh, we, we looked up the statistics on this here in this market like how many AM radio stations can you name on the AM dial is it Three, maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can name three. And yeah. it's mostly just because of sports. But that's honestly. the thing. Like, if you go back, you know, 50 or 60 years ago, I mean, it Different was packed story. with a lot of stations. And that's part of the reason why. Uh, but there are still enough people listening to it that uh, they feel it's worth keeping. Uh, another big concern is that it's used for emergency broadcast alerts. So because of that, lawmakers in D.C. have been pushing the car companies to keep AM radio. In fact, they introduced a bill last week called the AM for Every Vehicle Act that would actually require all new cars to have AM radios. Uh, My thought has been, you know, since the technology seems to just be so antiquated and it doesn't sound great, is there any reason why these AM stations can't just pipe their signal on an FM frequency? I mean, most of them are simulcasting on FM bands now. Mm-hmm. Well, I, sp- I imagine it depends on if there's any band availability. Right. I mean, there's they limit. Well, and that's, but the other thing is that a lot of people are streaming. I mean, when you look at our streaming numbers compared to what it was, say, 20 years ago when we started here when most people were listening to us on a traditional FM signal. Ford is also offering a software update to add it back into two of its 2023 electric vehicles like the Mustang Mach-E and F-150 Lightning. It's not clear if the other car makers are now going to reverse course two, but stay tuned. Mm-hmm. We'll keep you posted on that. All right, what's your biggest complaint about Kraft Singles, kids? Oh, man. Other the, than the I, fact that it's not real cheese. It's not uh, cheese? That's what I was going <laughs> to say. That's probably the, mo- the yeah. big one. Oh. Uh, oh. Is it that you can't figure out how to open them? I've now, never had an issue. Really? Because sometimes they don't always have, like, I feel like that prepackaged kind of slice thingy is hard to get up. It's leaps and bounds scientifically ahead of the Capri Sun Yes, the whole straw hole thing, which you think they would have figured out. And parents don't buy those for day camps. Day camp counselors hate them because they have to put 50 straws in them because the kids can't figure it out. so hard. And then we end up with red Kool-Aid all over our shirt. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, tangent. (laughs) Well, the biggest complaint is that a lot of people, for whatever reason, cannot figure out how to open them. It's never been an issue with me, although it's been a long time since I dove into a stack of craft singles. but. Uh, have they changed the design? Have they made it harder? Because Kraft says the top complaint they get is people 
struggling to open the clear wrapper of the craft singles. So they are redesigning them to add texture on the flap. Okay. So that, that your helpful. fingers can feel where the opening is. They're also making the wrappers thicker and sturdier <laughs> so they can be opened without tearing. You want to talk about first world problems. Yes, yeah, this is a big one. I'm having trouble opening my plastic cheese food. Could you please make it easier? <laughs> <laughs> I will say yeah, right? a craft single is so good though on yeah. a tuna fish sandwich. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I will tell you that was one of my favorite things to eat growing up at Frisch's. And I don't even know, like, I just loved the tuna melt. And they, like, during the pandemic, they did away with it. But it was like this really overly toasted bread with, like, thick cheese on it and the tuna. I loved that thing, man. Gone forever. Yeah. Yeah, Kraft has to call the American Singles a cheese product mm-hmm. or or cheese food because they're less than 51% cheese. That's disturbing. Yeah, if you want to call it <laughs> cheese, it has to be at least 51% cheese. Otherwise, it's not cheese. It's Cheese product. <laughs> I think it's when you say cheese God. food, I just feel like that term together is just unsettling. Cheese food. Cheese food. Well, and you know what? People look at that and they think, well, it's cheese. Oh. I mean, they, they, they're they so sneaky in their labeling and their marketing. and. Oh, well, speaking of the labeling. God. Since you brought up the labeling. Poison. The yes. other change that's taking place with Kraft Singles is a new exterior packaging with a bolder font and an emphasis on the fact that they're made with real dairy. Oh, wow. Even though it's not really cheese. (laughs) (laughs) So bad. Oh, God. It's so bad. You know, when I buy cheese product, I really prefer a bolder font on the box. (laughs) (laughs) You know? But also, it's not that much more expensive to to get real cheese. I mean, maybe you don't get as many. You know, you either pay for the quality of food that you're putting in your body or you pay later with medication to fix what the food is. Has done to you. Right. It's one or the other. Pick. Mm. Um, what else we got? Memorial Day. That's this weekend, right? We got four day work week next week, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Sweet. Yes. Memorial Day is the unofficial start of summer. So we're heading into pool season. And uh, here's a little something to make sure everyone else at the pool does not hate you. A bunch of etiquette experts came up with a list of the rudest things people do at pools. And here are 10 behaviors to avoid. <laughs> Number one. I have to look. Is this a serious story? I do. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Is this a joke? No, it's real. I'm looking at this. No, this this is real. It this came from real. HuffPost. Yep. Okay. Number one. Set their toilet up next to the tree. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Honest to God, using the pool as a toilet. Ay, yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Please do not pee in there. Or you know it happens. Do whatever else. Definitely don't poop. Uh, number two. So we stayed We stayed in an Airbnb last week when we were in Northern California. 
And one of the house rules, you know how they have like a little three-ring binder sometimes on the kitchen counter and you kind of flip through it. And one Uh of the things that was highlighted is please don't bring out any glass. They actually had a cabinet full of plastic glassware for if you want to go out. Thanks for reading the book, Mm -hmm. Jeff. Most people don't. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I'm trying to keep my rating up too, man. Mm -hmm. Stick with plastic cups or metal water bottles. Breaking glass at a public pool is not a good look. No. There's that. Uh, Hogging the lounge chairs. If you want to show up early to get the best spot, that's fine. Just don't use towels, books, and bags to hold your spot and then disappear until 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. That is disturbing. I That often happens when you go to, like, a resort. Like, I know when we've gone to the yep. all-inclusives in, like, Cancun. Got to go out at 530 and so, put, your, yes. put your book on the chair. Otherwise, you will not have a chair all day. Yeah. So what happens is people go out, and then they put their stuff down, and then they go to breakfast, and they wake up their family, they take a shower, and you're and it's like... One o'clock. And yep. I've been in the pool since, you know, eight. And I know that you haven't been back to your chair. Yeah. It's nope. the worst. Uh, letting your kids run wild. Okay. Letting them have fun is one thing. Just be willing to rein it in if you need to. Uh, topless tanning is in at number five. Now, I'm not judging. Exactly. What's wrong with that? Well, <laughs> You know, parents might if some, you undo your top at a public pool or a kid-friendly sport. Tan lines Pritz. suck. They suck. They ride children around. I guess around. even if you're lying face down, you're still going to get some looks. What about all of the uh, booty bathing suits, though? I mean, I feel like if you have a full coverage on your bottom now, you are not the norm. Like, almost everybody has some sort of, and it's not a teaback, Jen. It's just like a lot of their They're just bathing small. suits will go kind of up and over. There's so the bottom like of the, your butt. So that the little out. bottom of the muffins are out. Yep. <laughs> and if you little got a nice cap. butt, it looks great. But some people should keep as much as they can. Uh, excessive splashing, including cannonballs. Again, that's usually about keeping kids and uh, uh, extra-large husbands in check. <laughs> Blasting music. Don't assume everyone wants to listen to your music. Unless it's a private pool, use headphones. Oh, yeah. uh, number eight, going inside barefoot. Yeah, that's one mainly for resorts and hotels. If you're heading inside, towel off, please, and put shoes on. Uh, number nine, jumping in when you're gross or super sweaty. Uh, towel off first, or if it's a beachside pool and you're still sandy, use an outdoor shower before you get in. They usually have them, you know, like, right at the gate as you're kind of walking back from the beach. And then showing up with a contagious condition, <laughs> like a rash or foot fungus. Don't assume the chlorine will keep it from spreading. They also say people might not love it if you go swimming with an obvious open wound. <gasps> oh yeah. yeah. Take a look that at is... my take a look at my wound. You got a wound. Jen, is that is that considered gaping? Oh, you gotta keep an eye on that Let me so see. it doesn't turn into cellulitis. What is that? Is this from your cat? No, I was I was slicing a tomato with a serrated knife that's very, oh. very sharp. Yeah, that hurts. And I was holding it that I was hurts. holding it like this. So like I had the and I was going and I just because the tomato was wet, my thumb slipped right in the path of the... Uh, oh. yeah. See, that's why I don't cut things. Knives make me very nervous. <laughs> she has someone for that. I, 
<laughs> it's probably the lady that took her bong. I'm just saying. All soft As foods an for Jess. I will not be cutting anything. I, today. I pay such close attention when I'm I cutting am. apples. I swear to God, that's like the only thing I cut. Don't you have one of those thingies? I do, but sometimes the apples are too big for it. Sometimes okay, I get yeah. really big honey crisps and they don't fit in the slicer thingy. So my suggestion for that is to flip the apple upside down. So where the stem is, you put that stem part down yeah. and you flip it over and then you go from top to bottom, like bottom to top. Does that it make sense? It still won't go all the way. You need a bigger one then. I yeah. yeah. I, I had to use that knife again last night last night because it was my turn to cook dinner and she's sitting there at the island watching me. And I'm like, <laughs> don't look at me. She's like, be careful. I'm like, I am being careful. <laughs> Pay attention to what you're doing. Right. All right, 749, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Quick break here, and then a brand new second date update. Coming up next. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.